He was living life by the golden rule. He was treating everyone the way he thought he would want to be treated. His leadership style was the leadership style. And as far as he was concerned, it was all smiles looking down. So everyone was happy and healthy. And yet his team was rotten to the core. Rotten to the core. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilshire. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Military Sherpa Podcast. I am your host, Mark, and it is time to jump into the midweek mindset. So can't wait to hang out. Here is the quote from this week, and it comes, oh man, it comes from uh, somebody that I think you all are really going to like. The best leadership approach is to meet people where they are based on their personality and their circumstances. And the quote comes from me, Mark Tilshire. How did that slip in here? So the best leadership approach is to meet people where they are based on their personality and their circumstances. And what this quote is really getting after for me is the difference between the golden rule and the platinum rule. And something in my military career that I heard over and over and over again was this idea that, hey, be the leader you wish you had when you were an airman. Hey, be the leader you wish you had when you were younger. Or or even the golden rule as it's presented in the Bible, treat others as you would have them treat you or treat people the way you want to be treated. And the golden rule, while very good when it comes to treating other human beings with dignity and respect and caring for others, it falls very short when it comes to the leadership arena. There's those basic human dignity aspects that we can use. But when it comes to the leadership arena, it falls short. And it falls short for a lot of reasons. And the one primary reason, the, the most primary reason, if I could say, the primary reason that it falls short is that you're not leading you. You see the world through a very specific set of nature, nurture, choice. Your wiring, the way that you were raised and the choices you've made, they've shaped you into who you are. You take a very specific calibration of leadership and there has never been a human in the history of the planet that takes the calibration of leadership that you do. When it comes to support, challenge, the tendencies you have, the things that you think in your mind, the baggage that you carry with you, your trauma, all of those things, you're a unique mix of soup. You're unique in every aspect. Even though Five Voices tells us how we rhyme with other human beings, at the end of the day, you can predict for groups, but you can't predict for people. You're not leading yourself. You're unique calibration. And if we treat others as if they need what we need, if we treat others as if they'll thrive under our default leadership style, the odds that we're going to be right are approximately one in eight billion because it's you that needs that calibration and nobody else on earth. And the moment that you get that right, the moment that you internalize that, the moment that you see that for the first time, it changes everything. It becomes a game. The game is less about what do I need and how do I make my team perform and more about how do I understand that person and what they're going through. And it's those two components that matter. Who are they? What is their personality? What are they going through? And the moment that we're willing to hunt for that with intensity and fire, we can go from treating people with the golden rule, treating them the way I want them to treat me, to the platinum rule, treating them as they need to be treated. What do they need based on their personality? What do they need based on the circumstances that they're going through? What are they going through? I know for myself, I need very low challenge very low support. I feel like I need nothing, right? But truly, I do need a, a little bit of challenge, but I don't really need much support in my life, right? I, I tend to go into my office and I come out and I just kind of work. I don't really want a leader that's kind of checking in on me all the time, making sure that I'm okay. Like that's my personality. 
But the moment that I start treating my people as if they don't need direction, which is what I do by default, by the way, I just want my people to just take a vision, a little smidgen of a vision, and then to go out and just do everything. And then when they come back, I'll be really frustrated if that little smidgen of a vision didn't get them to exactly where I wanted them to be. And if I'm not careful, I do that with my children. I do that with my spouse. I do that with my team. I do that with everyone. It's a big problem. And so what I need based on my personality is not what people around me need. And if I'm hungry, angry, lonely, stressed, tired, accidental, unhealthy, I will treat people as if they're me. And I can tell you that 100% of the time that has ended in disaster, it has never worked for me, not once. And the worst part is that when it failed me, it actually means that it failed them, that they bore the consequence of that, not me. We don't lead ourselves. And so the platinum rule is about understanding them. Who are they? What calibration of support and challenge do they need? What is their voice? What are they going through? Where did they come from? What do they need? Where are they right now? And I like to use the bowling analogy, right? If you go bowling with a small child, there's bumpers and they use that metal kind of rolly thing, who ramp, I guess, who knows what it's called, right? But they go bowling and, and they roll the ball down and the ball hits the bumper and it hits the bumper and it hits the bumper and then it hits a pin. And when that little kid turns around, everyone in the room is like, woohoo, you hit a pin. We're so excited for you. And you pick the child up and you hug them. And what do they want to do? They want to go bowl again. If you looked at them and go, one pin, Tell me when you get a strike, they're never going to want to bowl again. So what do you do with that small child? You meet them where they are. You coach them where they are. You support them and challenge them where they are based on their personality, based on their circumstance. Then as they grow up, the bumpers go away and the amount of praise that they get changes, the amount of challenge and coaching they get changes. And Then they're teenagers and there's no bumpers, there's no ramps, there's only the expectation that they're going to improve the team's score. And there's competition and, and, and sometimes betting, which is illegal in most states, by the way, and sometimes betting. And, and, and then they get a high five when they get a strike or a turkey or a spare, but they get nothing but laughs if they make a gutter ball. Where your small child gets a gutter ball and you're like, oh, don't worry, it's okay, you're doing great, keep it going. It's very different. We meet them where they are based on their personality. And it's crucial that we understand that the people around us are different, just like your children are different. The people around us are dealing with different things. Everyone's going through something or is about to, or is helping somebody else go through something. Everyone, if it, that's not you, consider yourself extremely lucky. Tragedies around the corner. Long enough time span, it, it, it's death for everyone, right? Sorry to be dark, but it is what it is. And I think of the worst example probably I've ever seen of this in my military career. And we have an assessment called Invincible Teams. There's five areas, communication, relationships, alignment, execution, and capacity. And there was a leader that was leading by the golden rule. We assessed his, well, we assessed his team, but we had him take the assessment first. And the scores are zero to 100. So we take the average of the five on the outside and we call it your team invincible score, your team performance score. And he went home and he took the assessment and he came back. We were doing weekly coaching sessions. And as I'm sitting with him, he pulls out his assessment or I pull it up on the screen and it's like 100 out of 100 in communication, 99 out of 99 in relationships, 100. You see where this is going? It's like 100, 99, 100 in all five of these areas. And I look at him and my first instinct is like, dude, you didn't do this. You didn't care about this assignment. You just literally just marked everything perfect. And I'm like, what's up? Did you like Christmas tree this or, or what? And, and he's like, well, no, I, that was a real thing. Like my team is perfect. And I was talking with Mike, who was the managing partner of Giant at the time. And, and I was like, Mike, 
this happened, you know, and he's like, man, if it turns out to be that way after his team, tell him we'll come out with a camera crew and we'll film it and like we'll make him the gold standard of, of leadership. And the next assignment that he had was to go and have his team take the assessment and the team assessment would average out. And so when he took the assessment, we would see his scores and then his team would take the assessment and we'd get the average of everybody's inputs. And he had two people take the assessment. And he believed in his mind, legitimately so, I probed that his team was perfect. And two people from his team took the assessment and they came back and what were the scores? The scores went from 100 to the, the low 60s, which means his teammates were scoring the team at like 20, 30, you know, something along those lines on average. And all I could think to myself is, is well, one, I can't wait to talk to this guy again, which I never got the opportunity to do, by the way. But all I could think to myself is this guy is so blind. He believes that his team is the perfect team and they're probably crying on the way to work. And it crushed me and I couldn't wait to talk to him again. And you know what? We had 11 more weeks in our coaching program. Paid for it. Never came back. He had two people take the assessment. That was enough for him. He never had anybody else on his team take the assessment. He was living life by the golden rule. He was treating everyone the way he thought he would want to be treated. His leadership style was the leadership style. And as far as he was concerned, it was all smiles looking down. So everyone was happy and healthy. And yet his team was rotten to the core. Rotten to the core. And when he was confronted with it, rather than adopt the platinum rule, he hugged on to the golden rule with everything that he had. And he probably is going to ride that all the way to the bottom. And the sad part is that the military is going to keep promoting him because leadership isn't being measured. If your people are getting awards, if you're hitting your key metrics, you're a great leader. Nobody's hunting for culture as much as we say we are. Nobody's measuring it. And what gets measured gets done. Till we're prepared to hold these toxic leaders accountable, this negative culture, this negative stereotype, which is in fact a reality, will persist. Facts. And so I would encourage you today to start thinking in terms of the platinum rule. And to the degree that you encounter these golden rule leaders who believe that their style is the best, who believe that people will respond best to them or that people will thrive under their style and those that don't, there's something wrong with them. We have to educate them. We have to train them. We have to mold them and scold them. Or we have to help them out one way or another. Those people that are producing negative culture, we can spot them young. And we can treat them the way everybody else wants us to treat them. So I would just encourage you, uh, we got a bunch of certification programs coming up. If you want to dig deeper into any of these concepts, you want to be certified in the, the very tools that I'm using as I build my podcast, as I build my programs, go out to militarysherpa.com. The dates for our upcoming classes are down at the bottom. I have a few in-person dates this year. We have huge ambition and goals Monday. I'm going to be making a huge announcement and I mean huge. So you're going to want to listen to that podcast episode on your drive to work while you're working out. I want to spend some time with you next week. So I hope you have a great week. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilshire. 